podcast listeners, welcome to the next episode of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. I am your host, the Commissioner Glenn Gordon, and with me is the most racially diverse gaming crew on the internet today. Did I say gaming crew? I meant gaming cast, but I don't know. Maybe crew sounds better. Anyway, I'm getting distracted. Um, It begins here with Mr. Ben Sterling. How are you, Ben? I am pretty good, thank you. And how are you today? I'm good, and yes, I called you Ben Sterling on purpose. <laughs> what have yeah, you been up yeah. to this week, sir? Uh, well, actually, recently, uh, today, actually, I'd had a, a, a well, sci-fi convention, which was a lot of fun, actually. Um, and you? What have you been up to this week, yeah. mate? We'll have to get to that in just a minute. Um, this week, I have been swimming in homework and projects and appointments and assignments and... Uh, I survived. I'm here, surprisingly. So, <laughs> yay, getting through school. Um, also with us, of course, is our resident Russian KGB, Gary Bagdasarov. How are you, sir? I'm pretty dandy. How are you guys? You're pretty dandy. That's a new verb that we haven't used yet on the show. I, I use random words randomly. Okay. You're pretty dandy. <laughs> <laughs> How's your been week, Mr. Gary? It's been pretty good. I'm kind of knee-deep in reviewing games. See, I wish I was knee-deep in that instead of homework. No, you don't. Yes, you, don't want, do. you don't want to review multiple games at the same time. Well, no, maybe not at the same time. <laughs> I re- Infamous was fun to review, and like, I don't mind doing more reviews soon. Yeah. But, um, and and I, I also like to point out, I have been... Every time I get online, for whatever reason... I decide to watch the new Godzilla trailer for this <laughs> Godzilla movie. Wait, there's a new Godzilla movie? Yes, it looks phenomenal. If you haven't seen this trailer, go watch it. It's coming out in May. Oh my it, goodness. Just this looks, May in a couple months? Yes, it looks unbelievably good. Check mm-hmm. it out. Uh, like, seriously. Just, the, they, they, they executed the trailer so well just to hook people. And want to, they just show you tiny bits and pieces of things that you want to see. It's it's going to be amazing. All this, all these remakes that we're seeing in games and movies now. All right, yeah, but 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 this one is not going to be like the the last Americanized Godzilla movie. Oh, okay. It's going to be. <laughs> it's going to be more of a what Godzilla should have been in the first place. Okay. <laughs> Looking forward to that. That comes out in May. Goodness, there are a lot of movies. Like, there's another. For crying out loud, there's another Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie coming out soon. Oh, yes, there is. Did you see the trailer to that one? I have. I want to go see it. Do you? I'm a, I'm a Turtles fan. I like the Turtles. I am a huge Turtles fan. Yes. But at this point, I'm wondering why they even have actors when they could have just... They're already all CG'd in the first place. Why not just get the, the actors that did the original movies to do the voices for them? They could, motion capture, but I don't know. Just saying. Do you know that was the title for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was changed for Europe because they thought Ninja would be too offensive for kids? Wait, really? Wait, so so what is it then? Uh, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. Oh, goodness, no. I'm never going to Europe now. No. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ninja. I think we had one season of Ninja, then they decided in Europe that, oh, kids might think ninjas are cute. So I changed it to heroes. Come on. It doesn't work that way. Europe, why? Why have you done this? Um, but anyway, while we're on the subject of our favorite shows from the past, 
I got to talk to a certain someone last night on Twitter. Um, for those of you who either don't do too much with PlayStation or don't know PSU, we have uh, a good fan, a good friend who we affectionately call the Fonz. And he talked to me on Twitter and he was like, there's something I'd kind of like you to, to discuss uh, next time you're doing RDGH. I'm like, what was it? And well, it started, it kind of started with Pokemon. So let's, let's talk about Pokemon for a second. Not too long ago, we did an episode um, about Twitch plays Pokemon and they did us on Twitch plays Pokemon. I don't know where it is now. Is it still, it's, it's still going on, right? Twitch plays Pokemon. Yeah. They're on Emerald now, I think. They're on Emerald. Okay. (laughs) But it started with what? Red? Yeah, Red. And goodness, Red is such a throwback game. And it's like uh, just nostalgia from well over a decade, almost two decades ago, maybe. I, I remember it's like second grade or third grade. I'm sitting in elementary school. I went to Kendale Elementary Elementary in Miami, Florida. And I'm sitting in elementary school and I'm seeing this little yellow character on my Lunchables pizza snacks. And it's called Pikachu. And like, that's the first thing I heard of Pokemon just since second grade. And yet it's still going on today. Like we've been through Kanto. We've been through Johto. We've been through Advance. We've been through the Orange Islands. We've been through everywhere. As far Shino. As Shino. Shino. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Unovo. Island and... Pearl. Yeah. And now we're on, like, Pokemon is undoubtedly... Nintendo's most successful franchise in my mind. Like, there's there's no way, but it's just gone on forever. How much? I want to say it's one of the most successful franchises, really. In general, just for Nintendo, I would say in in everything. <laughs> it's just like, I, I think it's single handedly like one of the biggest franchises in entertainment. Yeah, you bet. Like, definitely. I mean, I really am proud of my generation as far as Pokemon's concerned because Pokemon, of course, they're still doing brand new things today and, and kids still love Pokemon. But for my generation, and I feel so old saying this, I need just one second to digest how old I feel saying this, talking about my generation. But anyway, um, my generation had something special with Pokemon because we got to experience Pokemon when it was at its very peak in popularity, Right when it first came out and everyone was like, oh, Pokemon everything. And I, I had like this big binder just full of Pokemon cards. And yeah. so <laughs> did you guys do that too? Or am I just a loser? I just like the, the anime. The anime? I yeah. still have my cards. Yes. Okay. With my misprinted China, misprinted Charizard shiny. Wait, how was it misprinted? Uh, the number on it's wrong. Hmm. That's, That's a shame. <laughs> you got jip, man. But I guess uh, that might make it rare. Yeah. It, my favorite card, it was banned for years. I still have it. Happy <laughs> birthday, Pikachu. Oh, happy birthday, Pikachu. And how cool is that? Like, that, even the card game introduced so many people to this type of card game. And now there's a ton, so many different ones. Yeah. You know, like, I think it all started with Pokemon. Mm hmm. <laughs> it's insane. So, Pokemon, Pocket Monsters. Um, Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> no, Pokemon is Pocket Monsters. Yu-Gi-Oh! Digimon, Monster Rancher. Okay, Digimon was another nostalgia shot for me. I loved Digimon. 
because I, I, at first I didn't. At first it came out and everyone was like, oh, it's just a ripoff of Pokemon, you know? Pocket monsters, digital monsters, same thing. But I don't, I also remember, like, in middle school now, waking up super early and turning on the TV, and I would watch Beyblade, because it would come on first. It was on Jetix. I remember Jetix. I'd watch Beyblade, and then I would watch Digimon Season 2. But Digimon just didn't... I mean, they had a they had a season come out kind of recently, like within the past five years or so, a new season of Digimon came out, I think. And um, but it just hasn't it hasn't been able to pick up steam the way Pokemon has, not at all. Did you guys watch Digimon? Not really. Um, yeah, I wasn't really too into it, to tell you the truth. Man. Like the it, it just looked weird how they blended the three D with the two D sometimes. I don't know. Well I there there are some major complaints that I did have with Digimon. Um for one, the Digimon themselves were really interesting, but they were kinda like Pokemon that could talk. You know, they they didn't just walk around saying their names. So um and, and they're in like a completely different world, but they spent a lot of focus on the huge <laughs> things instead of the Digimon side of things. And so it was like, I want to hear more about these interesting creatures, but you keep talking about the people who are somewhat less interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that, and my other major complaint was when they quote-unquote digivolved, it didn't matter how many characters needed to digivolve. They would play this entire like 30-second sequence of them, of the character transforming, like Vimon would digivolve or Armor digivolve into Flamedramon or something. And they would show this entire sequence of Vimon digivolving to Flamedramon. And then directly after that, they would show another sequence of like Hawkmon digivolving and then Armadillomon digivolving. And they would show all these sequences of the character digivolving in a row. Like they could have just stuck them all on the same screen. But, and just split the screen. But no, they showed all of these in a row. And I hated it. It was like, I just want to see what happens next. Stop digivolving and start fighting or something. I hated that. That was my other big complaint about Digimon. But anyway, um, so yeah, Pokemon and Pokemon's been going on for a good long time. But specifically what our friend the Fonz wanted to lead us to um, has to do with the intro music that you heard at the top of the show. Power Rangers, of course. <laughs> Power Rangers is about to start, like, it's 21st season, I think? And, um, actually, let me find the tweet that um, Fonz sent me. He said, um, Power Rangers is still in production, and they have one where all the Rangers are going to appear in this final battle. But he found out that another series is going to come out next year. So, like, Power Rangers, like, season 21 of Power Rangers. And they're getting to a point where they could stop. But they're not stopping. Another series is coming out. Like, do you, and, and what the Fonz asks is, do you think Power Rangers should just end with this final battle? Or should it really continue into another series? Power Rangers should have ended when the original cast ended. 
so just like a couple seasons and like how how long did the original cast i think it was 10 seasons it's on netflix no uh, the original i'm sure the original do you mean when it changed names or when the actual cast left yeah when they changed names well no because i think zio was mostly the cast as well wasn't it well no uh what's his name the guy who played the green ranger was still there but like the actress who played the the pink ranger and the guy who played the red ranger, the blue ranger, they all left. He was the only one that remained. True. I never got into Power Rangers that much. Best of Soul, the yellow age, the yellow ranger. I always find it weird that it was a racist problem because the black ranger was black and the yellow ranger was yellow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why they, those two rangers had to go away for a peace treaty, so they could replace it when they realized the fact that they that they that might offend people by having that. Why would that offend people? It's a okay. Anyway, I, I don't. Well, they understand. got complaints about it, so they had to had to do something. I don't understand human beings. I do not understand human beings. It's to complain just to complain. We we'll just leave it at that. No, much. I loved the original Power Rangers. I was a little kid watching the crap out of those cartoons or those yeah. that TV show, man. Another like, movie came out. It was like one of the biggest movies when it came out. We went sign in theaters with Ooze, the big purple guy. I don't know. I, I, I really enjoyed that show. And one day I will rewatch all of them. On I, I think it's on Netflix. The entire thing is on Netflix. Yeah. Every Power Rangers is on Netflix right now. I liked I liked Power Rangers okay, but I'd watch it, and the production value was just so cruddy. Like these, it was a TV show with giant robots. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, I was I looked at it and I was like, this just looks so, uh, so phony somehow. And uh, yeah, I know giant robots and stuff. Duh, of course it's phony. But at Glenn. the same time, it was like, uh, I don't know. I just it it didn't it didn't stick with me. Well, it had a awesome video game yeah. in in the Sega Genesis, Genesis yeah. beat-em-up, the yeah. Power Rangers movie beat-em-up game. Just don't play the Sega CD game, because that's horrendous. <laughs> no, this Sega Genesis game was awesome. It, it's like they took the engine of Streets of Rage, and they just put Power Rangers. They reskinned it as Power yeah, Rangers. Yeah, that was amazing. But the Sega <laughs> CD game awesome. is actually a huge... It's just a QTE event. The whole game is a QTE event. What? Wait, which I I'm not sure I know which game you're talking about. What what's it called? It's just I think it's Power Rangers on Sega CD or something like that. Oh, it's okay. it's just all a huge, huge QT event. The entire game. And if you fail one, you have to start the game again. Who who owns Power Rangers the franchise? Uh, Bandai, isn't it? Or no, no Disney now, isn't it? Uh... I know Disney bought it out, but then something happened. I think the original owners owned it now. It started. I know it started with Bandai. Um, I think it went Bandai, Disney, Bandai. Oh, okay. So Bandai has it now. Oh, well, it was created by Toei. Oh, that was it, yeah. The people behind Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla. We're going to have to talk about that. By the way, while you talk about uh, production values, which, which um, show are you talking about, though? Because you know that the um, mech fights were not Power Rangers. Sure, I don't. I don't know. Was... Uh, the mech fights were actually called a show called in Japan called Super Sentai, which the Power Rangers team took the footage from and used in the fights. That's why it's always the same quarry field. Oh, 
Oh, okay. That's freaking... Oh, hey, that's genius, man. <laughs> uh, but that's also why the Yellow Ranger could never... Wear, had to wear such tight... Uh, um, her, her boobs had to be squashed down because in the uh, Super Sentai footage in the robot, it's a male character in the robot, but the actual female... And the, as you know, the Yellow Ranger was female, so, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that had to be a pain. <laughs> <laughs> Why couldn't they just cast a, a male yellow Power Ranger then? Because they have to have more females, dude. You can't just yeah. have one chick and four guys. They could have made the girl someone else. Like, she didn't have to be the yellow female. Which one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the Pink Ranger was the best Ranger. <laughs> she was. She was. Yeah, she was incredible. <laughs> as, as little kids, you're, that's what you're looking at? As power no. Actually, yes, yes. I, uh, I was like, man, she was hot. She, no, she, she made me a man. Before, before we stick our foots in our mouths. Um, thank you, Fonz, for uh, bringing us this topic. It's, uh, it's I, I haven't even watched Power Rangers in forever. But... I don't even know how it ended. Like, no. I don't know what happened to Lord Zed and Rita. I even remember their names. Uh, awesome. They got killed by that weird light thing that killed all the evil doers. Well, yeah, when... Nobody dies in Power Rangers. All um, the monsters die because they're fake. Um, Zordon sort of did a weird light thing that caused all the bad guys to disappear. So he killed everybody? Yeah. I knew they shouldn't have trusted that guy. Uh, I know that's how they ended, if I'm right. but. There was a cameo of Rita at the end in one of the later series, so she obviously survived somehow. That's terrible. See, <laughs> now I'm now I'm depressed. So let me ask this: by contrast, um, how did you watch more Pokemon or did you watch more Power Rangers? Oh, I watched more Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah, oh, Power Rangers. Here is, and it happens with every cartoon that apparently people show on Cartoon Network, right? Even on Fox and and whatever other uh, CBS, I think that was Channel Two here. Every cartoon that they always showed, they they like it would end, and then they started playing reruns of the episodes. Sure. And then once they dubbed the newer episodes, they input them right away. So like, what would happen is, you know, they they'd stop showing it because you know they run out of dubs or something, and they'll start replaying it from the beginning again. And like five episodes in, they'll start showing the next, the, the brand new episode because they just dubbed it. Mm. And then I totally miss out on because I'm waiting for them to catch up so they can play the new episodes. And it happened all the time with so many shows, especially on Cartoon Network. It just pissed me off. That's a heck of an oversight. Yeah, and it just irritated. So I kind of lost track. I didn't, I, I didn't know what was going on anymore. And before I know it, Ash is not there no more. But dude, Cartoon Network is weird, man. I mean, when I watched Pokemon, it was on Kids WB. Yeah, see, it wasn't on. Cartoon they did the same thing. They did the same thing. Yeah, That's... like a season would end, or they like the dubbing. They 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 hadn't caught up on the dubbing or something, mm-hmm. and then they just play reruns. And then when the newer episodes were dubbed, they just input them right away. Yeah, no advertisement, no nothing. It's like, wow, thank you. Well, you know, um, if you would like to actually catch up, if you go to Pokemon.com, you can actually watch every episode of Pokemon ever. Unless you're in Europe. Unless you're in Europe. Well, it's on Netflix now. Oh, is it? 
but the problem is like <laughs> like they have you know the pokemon the original cartoon and then they'd have like all the other ones that came afterwards mm-hmm. but they don't tell you which which one comes next so it's like pokemon and then it's like pokemon something else it has like a like a little subtitle I don't and think, and I don't know which one came before which one to as a continuation. Uh, I don't think there's actually the one that came after the original series on Netflix. Which I've not one? seen it. Uh, Orange Islands. Orange That's Islands. Yeah. And then they have all the movies on there too, so I don't know which order to watch the movies because Netflix decided. Well, well I'll, I'll give you a tip. Pokemon the first movie is the first movie, and then after that. Uh, Pokemon 2000, if I'm rightly. Yeah, you're right. Uh, There's a it. lot of movies. Uh, to be honest, I, I know it's, I know we shouldn't be advertising other, other websites, but I do recommend, if you ever got time, to watch uh, Ninkara, Suede, and... I can't remember who the other guy is. In, in, uh, they do reviews of all the Pokemon movies, but it's quite funny. Oh, okay, there's something. There's a season of Pokemon after the Unova region. Now they're doing Pokemon the series XY. Yeah, which is based on the new series, in the new, new games. But here's the thing: I don't really want to watch the stuff after the original series because I don't like any of the Pokemon's that came after. You don't? No, like I try to play the game, and I just think they're so blind characters. They have like no personality. Are you they kidding? Always... I watch Johto. Total Dial's a boss, man. No, dude. Like they don't have what I experienced with Bulbasaur and Charizard, and all these guys. Because I, I pretty much almost know all the Pokemon by by name. If by I see way. it, I'll probably know its name. No, I will say this: Pokemon kind of lost focus too, the way Digimon did. Because think of this: they could have gotten so much more out of those original 150. That was my phone, by the way. It says iPhone instead of Android. Um, anyway. Uh, they they could have gotten so much more out of that original 150 than they did, because the thing about there's 150 Pokemon, and each episode kind of focuses on like one or two different Pokemon. 151. 151. Excuse me. Um, they could have gotten so much more out of that 150 before they went and you know with the orange islands started adding more and more pokemon now they're at like 700 something right now yeah and i don't know like they're just their design isn't interesting to me no i don't just... find anything appealing to any of these other pokemon at all I and th- then the worst thing is the whole mew and mew too like these are supposed to be like the greatest powerfulest pokemon and now they're just crap compared to the newer ones they have yeah i i want to i want to see more of mew too I want to see. Well, he, he has an evolved form now. Oh, he does. Yeah. Mewtwo X and Y. Evolved. Well, but it's it, like they used to be. I think they used to be more creative with their Pokemon. Because now it's it's just like okay, it, it feels more like they've gotten into with some Pokemon, not with all of them, but it feels like they've gotten into the point where it's like okay, let's make this random character and let's name it something like I don't know Meowstic. Or, or Skiddo, and, and like the names are starting to make a little less sense, and there's just so many that it's hard to really get attached to any of them, like you did with the hundred, the original hundred and fifty. Yeah. Uh, by and the way, sorry. Mewtwo's evolved form is a is a psychic slash fighting type. It's awesome. Yeah, he looks like Frieza now. Wait, wait. Let me let me find this. What's it called? Mewtwo. There's Mewtwo X and Mewtwo Y. There's two different types. 
Yeah, one of them looks like Frieza. Mewtwo evolves. Mewtwo X and Mewtwo Y? What? Yeah, that does kind of look like Frieza. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Mewtwo look up Charizard X. Now he's a, bell. he's a boss. Charizard X, okay. Whoa! Whoa! That's pretty sweet. But, like, is he still fire? Because he's, he's blue. He's black and blue now. He's fire slash dragon. He was always fire slash dragon, wasn't he? He's never been dragon till now. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> Charizard. What would you look... You'd look at Charizard, and what do you think... What does he look like? A, a dragon. So why is he only now becoming a dragon? Because reasons. <laughs> Nintendo, you're not making sense. Yeah, see, exactly. And they don't make sense because as far as I knew, Mewtwo can evolve. It, technically, technically, I don't know. Technically, Mega Evolution is never really evolved. It's like Digi-evolving, really, because after the fight, they go back to their original forms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're sort of like tra- powered up or transformed more than actually evolving. They go Super Saiyan. Yeah. This is why I stopped playing Smash Brothers too, because they removed Mewtwo from there. He was my favorite character. Man. That was a boss in that game. All the psychic moves and stuff. It was awesome. I thought Mewtwo, Mewtwo was a little bland for it. Mewtwo. This, this, this isn't even my final form. <laughs> <laughs> He's got seven more after that, huh? <laughs> but I, I really think that they really should have quit while they were ahead. Because now, every time they release something new, everyone expects, like, a hundred new Pokemon. And it's hard to really... It's For one, it's hard to keep track of them, you know? Because yeah. there's just so freaking many. And two, it's really hard to get attached to it. Like, as, as someone, as a longtime fan of someone who watched the original series, I loved seeing, like, you know, Charmander, Bulbasaur... Squirtle, of course, but then like Oddish and, and Venusaur, Venomoth. Like, I, I feel like I know those characters a lot more. Yeah, how, they were awesome. I mean, Team can, Bucket how, and their talking cat. Yes. I think they're still around, too. Um, Are they still around? Yeah. There's, Are you serious? Because I looked at, I haven't watched it yet, but I looked at the new XY series on Pokemon.com just now, and I'm seeing like pictures of Team Rocket carrying like a. The red, same two? The same three. The same three with Meowth. Oh, God. See, that was awesome. <laughs> but, my favorite characters. Yeah. But, <laughs> like... And, and another thing. The whole thing with Pokemon, they still have on their website, gotta catch them all. How the heck am I supposed to catch them all if there are always new ones? <laughs> You're never but it's gonna... genius. It's genius, man, because, again, I keep saying this. If, if Nintendo makes an MMO of Pokemon... They will win everything. Oh, yes, yes, they will. The, the Wii U will outsell everything instantly. They've already co- no. Don't put it on the Wii U. No, no. no I'm just saying, if they released it on the Wii U, it'll outsell everything. Sure. It doesn't matter what they release it on. It's going to be the biggest seller. But an MMO, especially a Pokemon MMO, come on, that has to go PC. That has to go PC. It's Ooh, PC. I don't know. No Wii U. Um, I think it could. I think it could be really well done. I think an MMO could be done well on a, a Wii U because you could use the controller for all the command, the touchpad for all the commands. I just don't buy the idea of MMOs doing well on consoles because how do you communicate? What do you mean? It's called a you keyboard. Have... 
You just plug a keyboard in. Okay. A headset? Yes. Come on, man. Headset. Well, no, no, not everyone likes headsets. Not everyone has the, uh, is in a position where they can use a headset. Right I, I am playing Fantasy fourteen with a keyboard and mouse on PS4. Okay. okay, so if they put it on the Wii U and they let you use a keyboard and mouse, yeah. then yes, I will. I'll, but what I'll, if you use the virtual is... keyboard on the actual Wii U touchpad? No, well, yeah, yeah, maybe. No, but just just imagine how much money they will rank in from this game alone. If they do that, I will buy I will buy a Wii U tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow because I'm quite broke. Yeah, um, I'd, 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 buy I'd buy one eventually. Yeah, I think everybody would buy a Wii U to play that. Just imagine. Oh, you start off with eight Pokeballs. If yeah. You more, ninety nine cents a piece. Mm-hmm. Microtransactions. They're so, printing money right away. So instead of just playing this little RPG game, you could be in this experience where you are a Pokemon trainer. And you have like Pokemon trainers all around you, and you run into Pokemon mobs all over the place uh, yeah. to fight and to capture. Fight and- random people. Set up paid tournaments. Oh, you want to you want to fight in this tournament? You got to pay like five dollars to yeah. get in. And live living story type events like Guild Wars Two does. Yeah. Turn challenge anybody that you see on the map. Straight up PvP right there. Man, Nintendo. Can- Nintendo. <laughs> Why are you not doing this, Nintendo? Why they can make so much money. You're you're sitting here floundering with the Wii U. Um, you're, you've gotten better with the Wii U. You've, you've gotten some more sales. Okay, that's good. But you have a gold mine right here. Why are you not doing this? Exactly. Hell, release it on the 3DS. It'll do the same sales. <laughs> oh, the 3D. Well, no, I I don't think on if an MMO doesn't. If I was thinking that an MMO is not going to do well on a home console. On a handheld console, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't think it needs to be there. No, just just look. Uh, you said how many Pokemon? Like seven hundred something now. Sure. Yeah, if you want to catch them all, right, and you got to buy extra Pokeballs, that's like nine hundred dollars they're raking in from people just to buy Pokeballs. If it was like a second screen type thing, then yeah, on the on the handheld. But I don't think the whole MMO game should be on the on the handheld at all. Yeah. By the way, why are you talking about catch them all? Uh, Pokey Bank lets you transfer all your old Pokemon from previous games into X and Y. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? But you have to pay a, month, a yearly fee for that. Oh, heck no. <laughs> hey, people will do it if it's an MMO. Yeah, people, if it's an MMO. Like and I, I think it's, it's something like a $2 fee. So wait, it's, it's a yearly fee, so yeah. does that mean you have to pay for it? And then yeah. keep paying for it, or else those Pokemon will disappear. Or is it just a one-time thing, and you just pay for it again next year? One-time thing. You have to pay it once a year. Okay, and so then it automatically imports your Pokemon, and then... no, you have to import yours over into the box, and then you can transfer them in the box to any any game you want. But once it's in the new, once it's in the new game, it's there. It doesn't disappear if you stop paying for it, right? No, it doesn't disappear. And even if you have it in the box still and stop paying, I think it, they keep it for about six months. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that's not bad. That's good. Yeah, man. It doesn't need an end game because all it is is you running around hunting Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Well, no, loads of Pokemon cool. games have quite have quite a bit of end game. So sure, I, I think I think an end. But I'm talking about like in traditional MMO standards, like dungeons and raids. Easily, Obviously, you could have the uh, you could have the battle tower as an end game raid. I don't know, man. Like yeah, maybe to fight like the uber Pokemon, like oh. 
you got to team up to defeat Mewtwo, you know? I'll get that. That's cool. I think a game like Pokemon would... I know I talk about Guild Wars 2 a lot. I'm sorry. But I think a game like Pokemon would work better with the kind of thing that Guild Wars 2 is doing. They're not doing an end game, necessarily. They're doing a living story where, you know, a, a story will begin and over time, over the year, over the season, whatever it is, the story will progress and players get to experience the story. Yeah. So, like, Team Rocket could start organizing a big raid and over the course of a year or a season or what have you, you and all the other players in the game work to defeat Team Rocket and thwart their plan. You know, I think I think a Pokemon MMO could really benefit from a living story type deal as opposed to an end game, end yeah. game deal. Either way, a Pokemon MMO would be probably the most successful thing Nintendo has oh, Yes, 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 yes. Ever do. By the way, you um, what you talking about Charizard earlier, in the anime, there's an incredibly awesome fight where Charizard fights a legendary uh, Articuno. Really? In a, in a battle, it's amazing. In which season? Uh, I think it's one of the later seasons when he come because he came back in one of the later seasons. We were we were talking about how Power Rangers is on about yeah. season twenty one or so. Yeah. Pokemon, this new X Y season marks season seventeen. Nice! Wow, that's season seventeen. That's seventeen years of Pokemon that I'll never catch up on. I stopped watching at Diamond and Pearl. I didn't mean to. I just kind of got distracted and never picked it up again. So I am behind about seven seasons, apparently, on Pokemon. I, I think know, I stopped see. around Johto, actually, to be honest. Dude, Johto was my favorite. You've got to watch Johto. I said watch that, but I finished after that, because I didn't like the... Oh. Johto was great. Nintendo's just sitting on a cash cow right now, yeah. and they don't, they don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Just stop making new Pokemon. Just <laughs> just stop. Just stop. <laughs> Dude, it's making too much money for them. They don't need to stop making new Pokemon. How to succeed. Quit making so many freaking Pokemon to launch a Pokemon MMO. Do you know that in the new Pokemon game, there's a, a, one of the new legendaries that's going to be added eventually as DLC. It's not in the game yet, but it's going to be added eventually. Mm-hmm. Is a, a Steam Pokemon. It's fire and water. A steam Pokemon? Oh, so it, it, it's really like fire and water, but it combines its powers. That's cool. Yeah, it's 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 like a volcano sort of turtle thing that has that shoots <laughs> water to be make steam. That's creative. That's creative. So like they're thinking of ways to like combine their powers and make them unique. That's good. That's good. So- I also I must admit a lot of people hate this Pokemon, but it's probably one of my favorite lines now. Actually, to be honest, even though it's one of the newer ones. I love it just for the sheer stupidity of it. <laughs> Sligoo. It's a snail dragon Pokemon that's blind. A snail dragon Pokemon that's blind. Yeah, in the, in the form afterwards, though, once it evolves, it becomes a, a, a slightly weird-looking lizard thing that's blind, deaf, and can't spell things. Wow. That, that is a useless Pokemon. It's, it's, <laughs> it's kind of a cute-looking fella. I'm not going to lie. My favorite Pokemon is Snorlax. Oh, Snorlax is up there with me. No. He's, so, he's such a great character. Have you seen the baby Snorlax ever? No. There's a... Look him up. Munchlax. It's going to be like the cutest thing I've ever seen, isn't it? I got really tired of Snorlax in the Orange Islands. Because they kept, 
Well, they'd be going on some track, and then Snorlax just shows up and somehow derails everything. No, yeah, it wasn't him. It wasn't him. It was Jigglypuff I hated. Jigglypuff is awesome, dude. I freaking Jigglypuff. hated Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. Yeah. Jigglypuff is powerful, man. You don't mess yeah. with that character. But in the Orange Islands, it was so stupid because they'd be doing something. They'd be on a mission and doing something, and then Jigglypuff shows up. And it's not that she's trying to, or I, I don't know why I automatically call it she, but I don't, it's not like it's trying to attack. It just really wants them to hear their song, and it's too stupid to realize that its song puts them all to sleep. And then it gets mad and draws in their faces. And this is why I say these Pokemon was so much more unique with so much more personality. Yeah, that's true. Than the new one. I mean, with Snorlax, the guy sleeps 23 <laughs> hours a day. Yeah. Munchlocks is actually opposite, by the way, of Snorlax. Munchlax runs around, steals food from everyone, and then once he's full up, he falls asleep for a bit. And then he gets up because he's hungry again and just runs around getting food. You know when I really hated Munchlax? In Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Because he would take, like, items would fall and he'd just run up and eat them before you could take them. He was a jerk. <laughs> he looks like Batman. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? Much man. I guess he was kind of whatever like... this is. He looks like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Munchlax. Yes. He looks like Batman, dude. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He looks a little like Batman, like a little shorter, chubbier, happier version of Batman. That's awesome. <laughs> My new favorite Pokemon. <laughs> but I love much facts. All right. Coolest characters. Come on. The original Pokemon, you can't beat them. Uh, by the way, for the Jigglypuff, there's a baby Jigglypuff as well, by the way. Oh, my God. Uh, Igglybuff, I think it is. Yeah, I remember Igglybuff. And then there's a, Clef- there's a baby Clefairy as well. I can never, uh, can never remember Clefairy's baby form. Well, those those I'm familiar Clifa, with. Clefairy, that's it. Yeah, they came out with Johto and stuff. Because I yeah. remember I played Pokemon Silver and you could get eggs. Yeah. Right? And you yeah. could hatch your egg into a baby Pokemon. I love Togepi, but I hate its final form. <laughs> um, Togepi goes into Togekiss, which turns into something. No, Togepi goes into Togetic, which turns into Togekiss. And Togekiss is the most ugliest Pokemon in the world, in my opinion. Hmm. I like... It's the nicest Pokemon. It, it goes around and gives people presents, but it's ugly. I like Togetic. Yeah, but Togekiss. Oh. Alright. Well, guys, let's talk... The... No, you, you had something else you wanted to talk about, right, Ben? I kind of want to talk about Fancy 14. You want to talk about Final Fantasy XIV? It's it's yeah. on beta, right? Yep, yeah, it's on beta tonight. It ends soon. You've been you've been playing that yeah. all day, haven't you? No, because I went to an anime convention. At, well, sci-fi convention earlier today. Okay, so tell us about Final Fantasy XIV the beta. How is that? Uh, the graphics are so good on the PS4. It's, the frame rate is amazing. It's just oh, I was doing Crystal Tower a lot, and. From what I, I never really did it on PS3, from what I hear, it lagged really badly. It, it glitched. It was frame rate. Enemies wouldn't appear because there was too much on screen. On on the PS4, it just runs incredibly smoothly, even with everyone doing their ultimate moves at the same time. There's no real lag. 
That's good. Because uh, now you, you, we can ask you some questions since you've played the PS4 and PS3 version. Sure. Okay. Uh, fire away. My first question is: Did did they improve the text size from the last beta? Uh, you could you could always change the text size in the pre, in the beta. No, not the text size in the in the chat window. Oh yeah, they that, that's the one of the features one. they've changed. Okay, thank yes. God, because you. <laughs> that was. Horrible. I had to. I had to literally walk up to a telly to read it. I could not read it from where I was sitting. Yeah, it was pretty bad. My second question. Well, actually, you already answered this one. Um, I think that's all. The, that's the only question I have. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I keep. I can answer any questions. Never mind. Okay. Well, I'm sure beta. a lot of people will have the same question, but uh, I, I don't. You have it. You you believe you can do this, but it hasn't been confirmed. I guess. Um, I was all, I was wondering if um, it, whatever progress you made in the in the PS4 beta, if your character gets to keep all that stuff on the PS3 version, if you're still playing yes, it, you'll be able sure. to keep it all. Okay. okay, that's good to know. Um, and also, early access starts April 11th for those who have pre-ordered the game or who are getting the transfer over from PS3 to PS4. So you've told us about the graphics and a couple features. Yeah. But let me ask you about this. How is the gameplay, the combat system, the story? Is is this a is this a good game? Oh, I love the story. Well, the, I guess the story the story is a bit cheesy, but it's it's Final Fantasy. It's it's good for what it is. It's not. It's better than standard MMOs, in my opinion. Yeah, a lot of MMOs is the story's last. This is sort of first. Good. Um, and as you close through the story, does you get quite a few twists. Um, it, they they're also expanding the story. Like with update two point two, there's now new new story, more story missions after the end of the game. Okay. So you can carry on with the story. Would that will carry on to the next expansion pack? Would give a an even bigger storyline. Um, they've also stated the fact that the expansion pack will be the same size as the original game. So if if you were reviewing this game right now, what's what score would you give it? I want to give it a nine. A nine. So, what took away that point? Um, don't know, really. To be honest, um, I guess it is kind of repetitive for those that don't like stuff like that. But it is. A, I don't know. It's. It's weird. It's. I know that if you're not a big fan of MMOs, you'll still not like this that much. If you're not a big fan of Final Fantasy, you'll not like this that much. But you've got to fit those both those criteria at the same time. Which is one of the reasons why I had to take a point off because not everyone is a huge Final Fantasy fan or MMO fan. But those who are an MMO fan, this is a good MMO to play. I see. My my big thing about MMOs is character customization. Like, how much can I customize my character to look the way I want them to look? And you can put, you can customize everything from hair. Tattoos, face paint, skin color. Yes, but what, to, I'm, what I'm actually referring to to is boob size, like the equipment you put on. Um, once you reach, especially once you reach level fifty, um, you get you got sadly it's end game. I hope I wish they'd um, change it to low get level. Once you get to level fifty, you can use something called the glamour system, where if you've got a certain item you like the look of that you prefer over the one you've got, you can actually glamour your weapon so it looks like that instead. But does that cost money, though, right? Uh, it costs you a small amount of gill. 
Oh, in-game money. In-game money, yeah. Okay, that's good. Oh, see, see, that's awesome right there. See, to me... I yeah, and the... also, once you reach level 15, you can start dyeing your items as well, so you can change the colour of weapons and armour. That's fantastic. See, because... But... Ah, uh, carry on, sorry. To, to me, I think DC Universe Online has the yeah. best character customization as to how you yeah. want your character to look like. Say you pick up, you know, a new piece of armor, like a chest piece. Once you equip it, you keep the style of it. So you can have whatever style you want. There's millions of combinations you can do. Well, the item cost... The item cost is 200 gil to get the item to change the color. Yeah, see, and I don't... Or, why why uh, do I have to pay for that? That just bugs. Like, why can't I just... Make my character yeah. look the way I want him to look. Two hundred is nothing though in this game. Now you'll get that in seconds. But still, it's, money is money. in dungeons. They've added it so that normal enemies drop gil. So, hmm. and they've added it so that every day you can do something called the random the roulette, which not only gives you bonus money, also gives you bonus XP, and once you're high level, gives you bonus tomes for your high level stuff as well. Hmm. And you can do that once per uh, once per day as well. So every day you've got a chance for getting bonus everything. Nice. Um, uh, it's a lot faster to level up because of that. Because um, you've got like one which is um, random roulette, low level. So even if you're a high level, you have to do it if you want the extra tomes. So it means that some of the high level stuff, high level people have to do the low level stuff. So you'll see higher level helping the lower level people. That's good. Now, God, what was I going to ask? Oh, man. Oh, have they added any new job classes since the game released? Nope, not yet, sadly. Do they plan to? Well, they've got Ninja planned, Thief planned, um, and uh, there's a gun class being planned as well. Oh, okay. I can't remember what they were called. Um those because those well ninjas actually in the game technically it's underneath one of the cities. Uh, the gun class musketeer that's it is in the city as well. But you so you just can't you, they're like NPCs. Yeah, no, it's, the actual place is just empty. Oh okay. Also, yeah. they already have well, the hints of what's gonna be. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Like the no the uh, musketeer is in the warriors guild next to it, but the actual the, the they've got the symbol for it. But the people in it uh, are just uh, have gone away. I see. Now so, yeah. you said they added Gilgamesh as a, yes. a raid, as a boss fight. Yeah. Okay. Um, are there is there any news of other characters there? I know Leviathan is coming. Leviathan's already out. Oh, it's already out. Okay. Uh, what's the next yeah. one that they're planning to release? Have they? Well, it's two point three, so we'll probably be seeing. The Cloud of Darkness and a few others from Final Fantasy III. Oh, the Cloud of Darkness, man. Because they want to carry on... Because what they, they're doing is... Patch 2.1 was um, Crystal Tower. Point 2.2 was Bahamut's Coil. Point 2.3 is Crystal Tower. Point 2.4 is Bahamut's Coil. Each one expands the, the tower and coil by five turns. So... What you're saying is eventually they're going to add all the bosses from all the Final Fantasies if it keeps going. Well, with the tower, probably, because the Crystal Tower is designed to be uh, a magical... 
area where people come back from other places. So in other words, the moment they get to Final Fantasy VII, people are going to just lose their shit because you're going to get to fight Sephiroth again. Well, there's rumors that Seven might be a fate in the future. No, no, don't tell me that. I don't. No, not a fate. I I need a raid. Yeah. A fate? That's stupid. No, no fate. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I suppose it's gonna be a fate where you can get the cloud outfit. Okay, so for those who don't know, Glenn, you would know this because it happens in Guild Wars. It's one of those random events that happen. A dynamic event. Yes, that that's what pretty much the fate is in Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. Fourteen. Gotcha. Yeah, so so if you get to fight Cloud or Sephiroth in a fate, it's going to be terrible. Because the last time I fought a boss in, in Guild Wars 2 that way, like, my computer just w- literally stopped running because there's so many people, and it just could not keep up. What the They've f- programmed it so that, uh, especially since Behemoth and Odin used to crash PS3 players and PC, that they designed it now so that only you load up first, then the enemy, and then if you're at a party, they load up, and then if you've got if you're not slowing down too much, then it will load other players until there's it reaches a limit. But still, something like that, I think people will be very upset if if they turn it into a fake yeah. instead of a raid. Ah, oh, it'd be good. I've actually finished the first. I've actually been doing the Crystal Tower over and over again to get the armor. So you think a fate would be better for something like that? No, I wish it was in the Crystal Tower, but... Yeah. Plus, I don't think people want Cloud's outfit. It's like the most basic design outfit of all the Final Fantasies. (laughs) I think people want Cloud Sephiroth than than Cloud. It'd be hard for them to do it, because what they'd have to do is just give... Well, I guess what they'd do is be like... um, What they did with Lightning Returns would make, you know, give each one their own weapon. So, like, Monk would get Tifa's weapon. Um, Warrior would get uh, Paladin would get Cloud's weapon probably and so forth now when you talk about these weapons can you get them if you're not playing that class uh, you could yes I've got all the weapons okay because I know you can be any class you want once you unlock it but you can't get them anymore they were only the Lightning Returns weapons were only for when Lightning Returns came out yes and that's an absolute shame yeah. in every possible yeah. way in fact, right now, because uh, they've added a feature where you can actually customize your face anytime you want, you, you pay 2,000 gil and you can change your looks. I've actually got Snow's hair on my character right now. <laughs> yeah, see, I think um, things like that they should never do. Like one-time events. Yeah. Like if, if, I don't, if I can't afford the game now, I'm going to completely miss out on this entire event. But at the same time, the event items are uh, rubbish. But still, it's for the look of it, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know. To me, it's just... like Even in Guild Wars 2, I don't think they should do it. I know it's cool and all, but... I don't know. I don't, to me, personally, if, if you miss it because you're on vacation or your internet is down or whatever... I don't know, you miss it forever, and I don't think... The event's normally about... Uh, well, Lightning Returns was a month-long event. Let's... So... But you know what I mean. Yeah. For the people uh, who didn't have it. Well, I don't mind it on Guild Wars, really, because there was a time when I took a break from Guild Wars, and so I missed a couple of events. In fact, when I got back, like, this stuff about Scarlet, I was like, what the heck, who's Scarlet? Um, but... Yes, when... you miss out on that whole story arc. 
No, you don't. Because when you get back, like when you get into it again, it's really easy to figure out, okay, all of this is happening. This is where I am. And you just get right back into the story. And sure, you sure there are, there are parts that you missed and you can't exactly go back, but you still really feel, you don't really feel like you're out of the loop when you return. See, with the events, the stories are completely nothing to do with the game. So even if you miss them, you're not missing any part of the actual main game story. Yeah, well, still, the, the living story is the main attraction. It's easy to call the living story one of the main attractions of Guild Wars. And I, I don't know about Final Fantasy. I haven't played it, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen or anything like that. Um, I, well, I've been playing, courtesy of Ben, um, I've been playing Final Fantasy ten on my Vita. He was very kind enough to get me that for my birthday. And I've been enjoying it very much. So maybe that will change. And maybe I will join in more uh, enthusiastically to these Final Fantasy discussions. Um but you joined in on not the, the greatest time for <laughs> but i i really like the i really like the way it works for um for guild wars it it it, it works really well and, and yeah you can't exactly go back and see those again but you, you never really feel like you're out of the loop oh and one of the cool features um if you do what if you say you're in a party that makes you forces you to brush a cutscene because each a lot of missions have cutscenes at the start and at the end, but some people speed run, mm-hmm. so they they ask you to skip. If you skip a storyline mission cutscene, when you go back to an inn, you can actually go to a book and you can rewatch any of the cutscenes you you, you missed like or you want to watch again. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. Speaking of MMOs, while we're on the subject and while we're while we've been talking about Guild Wars Two, some big news has broken for Guild Wars Two players. Um, they are planning to implement, uh, they, they have a feature pack coming up where they're going to implement like an account wide wardrobe and an account wide die system and stuff like that. Um, but one thing that they're beginning to implement starting April 15 with the feature pack that they're releasing is mega servers. Uh, mega servers are coming to Guild Wars 2. And um, if you don't know what a mega server is, I'm going to try my best to explain it to you because I'm a little fuzzy. Um, Basically, Guild Wars 2 has a bunch of different servers. There's Emmy Bay, there's Jay Quarry, Sea of Sorrows, all these different servers. Um, and basically what a mega server does is it joins some servers together. I don't know if it's, I don't think it's the same as merging servers, but it connects the two servers. So if you go into um, a place, a map in Guild Wars 2, um, a, a lot of the times in Guild Wars 2, players naturally tend to gravitate towards certain end areas or certain hubs and so other maps with mobs and stuff in it uh, they'll be kind of empty because everyone's kind of at the end level places and that kind of hurts gameplay for those people because Guild Wars 2 is kind of a social game it's a really team-based game and so with these mega servers the servers will actually be connected so you will see people you will be on Emery Bay I'm on Emery Bay and you'll walk into a map and you will see people on in that map from other servers. Even if you're not on that server, you will see them there and you'll be able to interact and play with them on that server. So mega servers are coming to Guild Wars 2. Um, they're going to release them for their level 1 through 15 areas on the 15th, and then they're going to release them later um, in other areas throughout the rest of 2014. So what do you guys think about this mega server concept for MMOs? 
to be honest, that's I, I know it sounds uh, bad, uh, sounds wrong, but it, that's a lot of things that uh, a dying MMO does, really, because they're trying to merge it so that the unpopulated areas have people in them. Mm-hmm. But that's not necessarily always the case, because no, it's always the case. DC, but DC Universe merged into one giant mega server, and ever since it did that, the game's popularity and success. Rolls a lot more because now people don't have to switch servers or anything like that to play with their friends anymore. Isn't it still region locked though? I do not know. I I don't think it is. That's good because I have played with people. uh, Well, I haven't played with them, but I've always noticed in chat like there is Asian characters that appear in chat and stuff like that. So I don't know. Well, you could you could easily get onto other other. Servers by downloading the other regions version. Yeah, I know. As well. But I'm just saying that's what I've noticed. Yeah. I know. Guild Wars. As for Guild Wars Two, the mega servers will release, but it will still be separated by region. Curses. <laughs> See, now with Final Fantasy Fourteen, it's split by region as well, but there's no actual region locking from you. I found a North American server. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe that Guild Wars Two is region locked, but it is separated by region. Um, yeah, I think regional locks are just <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, I remember it hurt Persona 4 Arena so much, especially well, in the sales department. In some places, it's really necessary because different countries look at different content in different ways. And, as, for instance, a, a country like China would certainly not... Because I know that uh, China's finally allowing video games of some sort I don't know. I, I'm not going to comment too much on that because I don't know the situation. But um, certain content in one area might not be allowed in another area. So, uh, like Germany not allowing um, blood or right. yeah, exactly. if, if if you have blood in Germany, it has to be green. If I'm rightly, <laughs> at least it used to be. Now, to your comment before Ben about um, it being a dying game, you know, Guild Wars Two isn't at the popularity level it was when it first came out. I think it's taken. It's still a phenomenal MMO. Don't get me wrong, but I I think the fact that it lacked an endgame really turned people off, especially those who. I think this is dumb. A lot of people were like, "Okay, I'm just going to play this. And I'm just going to get to the end as fast as possible," and they just skipped like some of the best parts of the game just so that they could get to the end. And then they were like, "Oh, now what?" You know. And, and again, Guild Wars Two doesn't exactly have an end game like with raids and, and, and such. Um, so it was kind of it was kind of rough, and then people were like, okay, I'm, I'm kind of done. And so a lot of people who played back then don't play now. Um, so, but by the same token, the living story didn't start until sometime later. So I feel like Guild Wars 2 has been taking this time since they launched to feel like, okay, this is where um, we need to grow. Like they're they're trying to figure out where how to progress forward, and they're they're working on that. So the game's getting better all the time, and so yeah, people have a lot of people have left. But I mean, with the last event, um, Scarlet, just on our server alone, there were like hundreds of people who gathered in Lion's Arch to defeat Scarlet. So I, I find it hard to say it's dying. It's less than it's less populated than it originally was. But I really don't think the game's dying at all. Um, yeah, that was probably the wrong word to say, but I just couldn't think of anything at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
It's like uh, what, but it's like Final Fantasy fourteen. That sort of uses the same concept as Mega Service in a way. And, and quite frankly, but, I like. I kind of think that it's not necessarily a merge of servers, as it is just yeah. kind of a link of servers. Yeah. And uh, well, well, with fourteen, um, when you put your name on a duty finder, which is the dungeons, you can uh, pick the dungeon you want to be on. Basically, each server is connect like your mega. It's basically a mega server. Each server is connected on a certain. Like mine is, I'm on Ultros, but that's part of the primal mega server. Mm-hmm. So when I do a duty, if I look for a dungeon on my own or with say a friend, it will look through any other person on that mega server that's also looking for that dungeon. Right. So it'll just put you together no matter which server you're on if you're in that same uh, primal uh, set. Yeah. And that's kind of where Guild Wars 2 is looking to go. But... but I must admit, I had one funny incident where um, me and my mate were doing a dungeon, and then we my mate went off and said, oh, he's going to do something else uh, later. Anyway, a couple of hours later, we both de- we decided to do this uh, dungeon. And as we entered the dungeon, my mate was also there. So we ended up being in the same dungeon, which is quite rare. I've never seen it happen before, and I've never seen it happen again. Yeah. So, um, regardless of the game status or the server's population, do you think mega servers are something that um, game developers should look into first off? Like, do you think they're better than regular separated servers? I think they're a pretty cool idea, but I don't know if they're better. I don't know. Yeah, they are better, really, to be honest. Yeah? Because I kind of... I kind of like the idea of being able to play with my friends, regardless of what server they're on. You know, I, I, I can go and ask my friend, Hey, do you play Guild Wars two? Instead of, Hey, what server are you on? You know, I, and, and we can interact and whatnot. And it helps the guilds as well. Um, and I think it brings a little more balance to the servers in a way. Do, do you agree? Yeah, I agree. But I love how it's done with the duty finder on here, but at the same time, it, it, I don't know about Guild Wars because you'll be on the you'll be sort of sharing the server because you're doing the duty with random people it lowers the community because you don't really talk to the people you're in the party with because what's the point they're going to a different server afterwards mm-hmm. well in this case they're going to a different server but you're still able to interact with them because the servers are linked yeah with this you can only interact with them while you're in the dungeon yeah, yeah. So I like that. Mega servers. I think I think we should see some more mega servers. They're, they sound pretty cool. So that's coming beginning April 15th to Guild Wars 2. Uh, I, I think it's funny that we went from Power Rangers to mega servers, so we went from servers joining up together to make some sort of mega zord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Segways. Um, so I'm hearing that Gary has limited time with us, so before he has to bounce... Um, Chili, tell me, you've been out all day, and I've been, I'm here looking at your Twitter as I speak, and you have all these pictures, uh, yeah. specifically pictures with you wearing a Delson Row hat. Um, yeah, do you like yeah, it? Yeah, looks good on you, man. Thank so you. where have you been? What is this? This is um, Sci-Fi Scarborough. Uh, basically, it was a, a huge sci-fi event in the town I live in. Uh, it was, well, huge. It was quite, it, it was Big enough for their first attempt, but it was a bit... I didn't stay the whole day because I kind of did most of it in a couple of hours. <laughs> um, and, but it was a bit of fun and it was nice, so... And who, who have you yeah. met? 
I met Danny John Jules from Red Dwarf. He played the cat. Uh, we also met... I also met the Sixth Doctor, Colin Baker. I also met Kai Owen from Torchwood, who was... Uh, uh, what's it Reese. I can never remember his damn second name. Anyway. Uh, and I also met a few other sort of people as well. There was like one of the Star Wars trainers from the movie Return of the Jedi was there as well. Yeah, the, who taught them how to uh, do their jet uh, lightsaber moves. Yeah, and I see you here taking a picture with Danny John Jules as well. Yeah, that was that was what that was the cat from Red Dwarf. Uh, oh, I wish I'd gone nice Saturday shirt. to. He's wearing a PlayStation Universe shirt. Yeah, it's one of our official merchandise. <laughs> That's uh, the best. No, it, it, it's on sale on our forums. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. What? Um, I work for PlayStation. How did I not know that? Because not many people know about it because it's expensive. Oh, okay. That's probably yeah. That's probably gonna. Uh, but yeah, it was. Di- I wish I'd gone Saturday in a way because the whole cast of Red Dwarf was there that day. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't justify spending, especially after I went today. I couldn't justify spending another twenty quid for a ticket <laughs> when I spent like fifty quid on autographs today because they were charging for the autographs. They charged for the autographs. Yeah, that's lame, dude. I wish I could charge people to have me sign something. Yeah. They do in every but to... William Shatner yeah. is the worst. Yeah. He charges like a hundred dollars an autograph. Wow, and another fifty dollars to take a picture with him. No, I see none of them charge for pictures with them, but they all charge for autographs. I'm not paying fifty Unless bucks for they a char- picture with another human being. Come on, they charge fifteen quid for the autograph if you bought the yeah like a photo of them. But if you brought your own actual photo or say merchandise with you, they charge less. That's. But I can understand. I found out why though. None of the actual um, celebrities, like uh, Donny Jan and all that lot, were not paid for the, going to the event. Mm-hmm. So any money they made for the event from the event was from the signings. Gotcha. Okay. And I think fifty percent of the money actually went to charity as well. Oh, okay. Well, that's a little better then. I was, I was yeah. about to say, I'm not paying a hundred bucks for the signature. Did you? I must admit, my favorite picture of me has got to be with that Captain America shield, though. I saw that. I yeah. saw that. They, they had props from every Captain America, even the original ones. They had the new Winter Soldier shield as well. Oh, I was about to ask that if anything was there from the new movie. Yeah, it was there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Speaking of movies, real quick, um, you were telling me about a Godzilla movie coming out pretty soon. Yes. What what is this? Talk, talk, talk to me. It's just called Godzilla. It's pretty much a reimagining of of the character, and it looks phenomenal. Like the the way they did the trailer is so good that it it really creates the suspense and and like you they, they the way they do it is they don't show Godzilla at all in the trailer. Like they have small little snippets of him. So you really don't know what it's about until obviously you see the title. At first, I was like, "Oh, it's like Cloverfield or what's Pacific Pacific Rim?" Is that what it was called? Yeah, Pacific Rim. Yeah, but no, like the the way they presented the trailer is so well. Like there's narration going on. Yeah, uh, it, it starts off with like a nuclear meltdown. And like especially like the new trailer it starts off with this nuclear meltdown. So you think it's like some movie about terrorism or something like that, and then just out of nowhere. Planes are falling out of the sky. The city's being destroyed. You don't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. And then you hear his roar. 
Godzilla's epic roar, and you're like, that is awesome. Is it? Does it still look like it's in Japan? I believe it is. Yes. So, was it like? I know that you said they didn't show Godzilla, but do you think they've they've gone CG here? Or are they no, gone? they did, like they show his face at one point, like as him roaring, but they don't show like his whole stature and what he looks like. Mm-hmm. And apparently, it's not just him. Apparently, they're gonna have. I think he fights like three or four uh, monsters that from 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 the old black and white Godzilla movies. Mothra. This is this sounds good. I'm excited. No, like honestly, go check out the trailer. It comes out May fifteenth, I believe. So it's very soon. It's it solely became my must see movie of of the summer. Man, like check it out. I'm super excited for it. <laughs> May fifteenth, everyone. You heard the man, the new Godzilla movie. Godzilla, the American version done right. <laughs> From what, <laughs> what it should have like. been, how it should have been, how it should have been. Yes. Um, before we move on here, there was something I forgot to mention when I was talking about Guild Wars. Um, Guild Wars is actually on sale right now. Um, the most they've ever cut the game, it's down 50%. So you can get Guild Wars for 30 bucks right now. Um, and it's worth it. There's, there's no subscription fee. So you play it, you, I'm pretty sure you're going to like it. So you play it, you'll, you'll like it. And um, you can take a break. You can come back. It's up to you. You don't have to pay subscription fee. So Guild Wars 2, um, go to guildwars2.com, get it for 30 bucks until April 13, which is actually my birthday. Um, so you've got about a week or probably less by the time this is up. So yeah. I wish they put Guild Wars 2 on Steam already. Well, I just want to link it to Steam. No, I, don't know. I, just... I don't, I think that they. Um, I think that ArenaNet, for some reason, just prefers handling it themselves. I don't know. That's true. They just want the 100% of the profits. <laughs> yeah. That, that's what it really is. <laughs> well, it makes sense, because why would you bother putting it up on Steam when you can just manage it yourself and not have to give away money? Oh, I would also like to point out, um, recently, well, I wouldn't say recently, maybe four months ago, uh, there were a lot of hints coming from art designers for that game and programmers that the game may be coming to PS4. Maybe. Yes, Guild Wars 2. Are you serious? Yes. They said right now they're 100% focused on PC. Sure. But they are not counting out a PS4 version. Dude, uh, that kind of ticks me off because they already have an existing Mac beta for Guild Wars 2. Yeah, and that's the problem. It's in a beta still. It's, it's been in beta forever. And But the thing is, they don't do anything. with Like, the forums for the Mac beta are basically dead. And the game is just unstable as heck. It's almost unplayable um, in, some, in some places. And my computer, I, I'm on a 27-inch iMac as we speak. And, you know, I, I know, you know, a lot of gamers here, and, and Macs don't really do much for gamers, but they're really good machines. I love Macs. And um, so for my gaming, I boot camp into Windows, and it runs things beautifully, ultra-high quality, ultra-high settings, and all that good stuff. And so I have to play Guild Wars 2 in Windows instead of Mac. So if they just stop the Mac beta and switch over to the PS... and just create a new beta for the PS4, a new project for the PS4, without at least creating a stable version of the Mac beta, I'm going to be ticked off. Because the Mac beta's been out for, like, over a year now. And no one's been doing anything with it. 
I'm just saying, don't be surprised if you hear something at E3. Okay. Guild Wars 2. Well, I'll be ticked off, but I'll also be kind of excited. I'll, I'll admit. I think it'll be a good move for them because whether you like it or not, MMOs are making a huge splash on console, especially yeah. PS4. It's happening. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. <laughs> we will have to see. Um, but yeah, look out for that at E3. Again, Guild Wars 2, 30 bucks on. Uh, until Sunday. Um, how are you on time, Gary? I actually have to go right now. You have I'm to sorry. go? I forgive yes. you. Before I go, though, I'd like to rectify what I said last week. I got a lot of tweets from people saying, are you really going to buy a console if you reach 100 followers? <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what you get. You, you say what you mean, man. Okay. No, I didn't say I was going to. I said I was. I, I might. But I'll, I'll do this. I'll stick to the 100 followers. You'll get a game. I'll, I'll, I'll pick somebody. If I reach 1,000, I will buy a console. Okay. All right. Maybe 500. Maybe I'll go 500. And oh. I'll buy a console for somebody. Exciting. Whatever one there. Obviously, I'm not going to buy you a brand new Sega Genesis still in the box, never open. <laughs> Well, let me ask. Oh, when you say a bot. when you say a console, are you talking PS4 or Xbox One? I'm talking PS4, Xbox One, uh, PS3, 360, Vita, or 3DS. Okay. So that Virtual Boy. No, no Virtual Boy. If you want, a virtual, I'll buy you a hundred Virtual Boys. <laughs> yes, a Virtual Boy. So you, if you want to get eye cancer, go ahead. In, in saying that, you're aware that the Xbox One is more expensive, right? Yes, I am. Okay. So it won't be expensive by year's end. So five hundred. <laughs> so five hundred followers. You will spend up to five hundred dollars. We will a dollar per person. A dollar per person. <laughs> but not not all of us will get it, unfortunately. So, um, guys, how many followers do you have right now, Gary? Uh, I think I moved up to fifty-four. Fifty-four. All right, you've got a way to go. So if you want a free game, or if you want a chance, a, a one in a hundred chance at a free game, which are some pretty good odds, considering the scope of many contests out there, um, follow Gary at Gaglaush, G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, on Twitter. Um, he's a fun guy. Love this guy. You'll, you won't regret it. He's Yes, and believe me, I'm not just going to go through and I'll, I'll, I like this guy. I'm going to pick him. I will literally put the followers in a random generator and have it pick it for me. Yeah, yeah. And that's who's going to get it. Okay. And yeah, don't don't do this multiple Twitter account deal either. Yeah, that's we not know. cool. We the know. actual people don't be douchebags. We know. Okay. <laughs> All right, Gary, thank you for being on the show today. Ben and I are going to continue while you're gone. All righty. Do you mind? Thank you guys, you guys have fun. All right. Thank you for being on, Gary. It's always, it's always good to chat. As always, believe in Gary. Oh, yeah. hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag believe in Gary. <laughs> you know what I want to say? I, I, can you imagine at one point in the future when you're making a payment on your phone and you're uh, and they're like, please put in your social security number followed by the, by the pound sign. Oh, yeah. Soon it's going to be followed by the hashtag. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. When people do that. You know what's going to happen. I'm the TA for my web design class, and we use a lot of CSS. And for those who are not really coding savvy, I apologize. But for CSS, when we put in a new CSS property, we use a uh, pound sign. 
And all these students are like, oh, so I have to put a hashtag? And I'm like, no, it's a pound sign. It's a pound sign. Don't call yeah. it a hashtag. Yeah. Pound sign, aka uh, the superior currency. Yeah, I don't know. But it's gonna superior happen. currency. <laughs> the, su- All right. the superior currency. <laughs> the world changes every day. Changes. Not always for the best. No. <laughs> Alrighty, you guys. Thank you, and have a good one. All right, bye, Gary. Bye, bye. So Ben, um, let's talk about the Vita for a second. Is that okay? Yeah, no problem. So some news broke on PlayStation Universe that got my attention because I'm a Ratchet and Clank fan. And um, the Ratchet and Clank trilogy could be heading to the PlayStation Vita. Um, something kind of showed up on Shop2.net, which um, shows that sometime this year, perhaps in June June 20th, was the date of the mistake that Shop2 stuck on their website. Um, I think that's the end of a uh, Pfizer... I can never say that damn word. Fiscal? Physical year. <laughs> fiscal. Fiscal year. Yeah. Um, so we could be seeing a Ratchet and Clank trilogy heading to PS Vita. It does not say what trilogy. Uh, is there another trilogy? It'll be the HD collection, probably. Yeah, there, that's not a trilogy. I was thinking of the Ratchet and Clank future, but there are only two games in that. That's not a trilogy. No, no, technically it's a trilogy because you've got uh, Ratchet and Clank, or you got the Kraken Time, mm-hmm. Quest for Booty. Oh, Quest for... I can't I keep forgetting about Quest for Booty. And then... Uh, Tools of Destruction. Tools of Destruction. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, no, because it's more than a trilogy. It's a quadrilogy. Because you've also got the uh, fourth one, which came out recently. Into the Nexus? Into That's Nexus. That's not part of the Ratchet & Clank Future series, though, is it? It is. It's the ending of the Future series. I haven't gotten to play it yet. Yeah, it's it's the last part of the Future series. Okay. So, because Quest for Booty... Well, yeah, Quest yeah. for Booty was part of it. It feels yeah. insane, so, these names. Yeah. Why Insomniac? Why did you name these games this? Um, it's like, uh, what's your up your arsenal? Uh, yeah, <laughs> precisely. precisely. Um, there was that, uh, what's your, one of the trophies was got, uh, as I said before, got removed, but I, I can't remember exactly all the details, so I'm not going to talk about it here. Probably talk about it in a future podcast, but there was a trophy that was removed because it was, they were worried it might be too offensive. <laughs> Such innuendo, so blush. Um, but it kind of got my attention in part because I love Ratchet and Clank. And um, in part because it marks yet another remake or port or remaster or re-something that got stuck on the Vita. And I know we've talked about it before, but it, it just bothers me so much. Like, I've, I've seen official marketing from a retailer saying that the Vita was, quote, the companion device for the PS4. When this console is capable of so much more, like it, when you, you get ridiculous, amazing games like Tearaway and, and whatnot come out on this console, and yet, in, in goodness, it's responsibility of Sony and, and the launch of the PS4, that's how they marketed it. Um, I'm hoping that that's just to get more people to buy the thing. And, um, but it's just, it just can't be looked at right now as anything more than the PS4 companion device. And the remakes, to be honest, I'm enjoying. I'm loving playing Final Fantasy on it. I love Persona 4 Golden. As a remake, Persona 4 Golden is phenomenal. Like, that's what it should have been. 
Um, which takes me off because Persona 4, the original, now is coming to PS3 when I'm like, dude, you have Golden. Make Golden go on the PS3. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting distracted. But all these, all these remakes and stuff, I'm waiting for another great Vita-focused game to come on the PlayStation Vita. So what is making these, what is making developers, what do you think is making developers shy away from the Vita and just look at it as a place to do remakes um, instead uh, of new, new games? I think it's mainly because there's not many sell. This console's not selling that well, mm. uh, but that's a double-edged sword. It can't sell well because there's no gains, but there's no gains because it can't sell well. <laughs> How can we get away from this paradox? Uh, I, I, right now, I don't think we can. The best we can do is hope that the next next co- if they make another handheld, that they don't get stuck in the same thing. Now there is a um, recently released statistic that's I think Sony released that said um, that a certain percentage of uh, people who own a PS4 also own a PlayStation Vita. Was it 15% or something like that? No, it was more than that. It was about like 30, 40%. So that's huge. And, and I, like, I don't like that statistic because I want to know how many people have a Vita, not, many how, not how many people who have a PS4 have a Vita. Uh, I don't like that statistic for a different reason. Why is that? Uh, basically, yes, it sounds nice now, but if the PS4 keeps selling like it is... They can't keep throwing that statistic because they'll keep they'll just keep going down and down and down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's a good marker as to you know how the Vita sales have improved. But I'm just noticing that they failed to release an actual statistic for the Vita itself. They they linked it back to the PS4, and and they keep doing that. I hate that. Well, they linked the PS3 with the PS2 when that was doing badly as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, the PS... Oh, yeah, the PS3 was doing poorly. Okay. Oh, and I would love to see... I would love them to read that. The the HD collection should have the Japanese name for Ratchet & Clank. That'd be amazing. What's the Japanese name? Uh, Don't don't quote me on this being completely right because it's quite long. Um, You know, the HD pack. It was called the uh, Ratchet & Clank um, Super Gorgeous Strongest Galaxy Pack. (laughs) What? It's something like that. That's what it translates to in English. Oh, man. The gorgeous galaxy... Uh, strongest gorgeous galaxy HD pack. You know, I love Japan. I am a huge fan of Japan. I've always wanted to go there. I've been trying to teach myself the language. But when... English is kind of a big deal in Japan. And when they try and put things in English, sometimes, like, the names... Like, there's a there's a music group, a Japanese music... A Japanese band called Super Butter Dog. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Super Butter Dog. I haven't actually gone and listened to Super Butter Dog. They might be good. I don't know. But that name is ridiculous. That name is ridiculous. Ridiculously cool, you mean. <laughs> ridiculously cool. Such English. Uh, um, that was my second Doge reference. I'm going to stop. Uh, watch it. But yeah, also look up Japanese Ratchet and Japanese Clank. They've got huge eyebrows. <laughs> I'm not joking, they're like massive. Uh, as I'm typing it into my search bar, it's coming up right away without even... Why the Japanese ratchet? Oh my goodness! <laughs> what the heck? What is this? No! That is, that is Japanese ratchet and clank. I... no. No. That must, that must go away. That must go away right now. His eyebrows should not look like they can get up and walk off his face at any minute. 
Like, did you know the reason why Abe's Odyssey, there's a cutscene where Abe has three fingers on the um, picture, but he, no, four fingers on the actual picture, but actually has three fingers in the game. <laughs> because in the original version, uh, um, Abe had three, uh, four fingers. Um, but because of the Yakuza, because Yakuza chop off one finger to become part of the, the actual... To become actually part of the Yakuza, you have to chop up one of your fingers. They had to remove one of the fingers from Abe because they were worried it might offend the Japanese audience. <laughs> uh, uh, Chinese, probably. I, I, I'm never completely nice. right on foreign gangs. I'm sorry if I offended anyone with that. Like the Yakuza, please don't kill me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's why they had to change his... But for some of the, the cutscenes, they forgot to actually change it. So some of the cutscenes, he still has the original amount of fingers. That's that's really crazy. Like, when he puts his hand up to the moon, that's when he has four fingers. It reminds me of all those four kids um, yeah. dubs, where four kids would go and, and yeah. they'd change something. Like, they'd change something stupid. They changed a black guy to a white guy, and they changed yeah. a shovel to a water gun, and it's like, What's the point? Why did you put... They banned... Uh, while we're talking about Pokemon, they banned episodes like... Um, oh, well, one episode where... Um, what's it? Uh, Team Rocket, what's his name? James? Again. Jesse and... Je- yeah, James. James has a cleavage. What? In one of the episodes. <laughs> um, because they were dressing up to seduce... Uh, to trick... Uh, to win a co- swim contest, that sure. was it. Uh, so D- James had this massive cleavage. Oh no, I think I've seen that one. Uh, but that got banned in America and Europe because they were worried about you know confusing kids. <laughs> confusing kids. Um, and there's also an episode where there's quite a few banned ones actually with like Jinx. There was a banned episode about Jinx <laughs> because Jinx was looking after Brock. Yeah. They thought it'd be too racist to have a uh, what was considered back then the blackface Pokemon looking after an Asian person. So they removed that episode. That's so stupid. That's why Jinx is now purple, by the way. People are weird. Uh, and then there's another band episode where Ash nearly gets shot in the face by an AK-4, uh, by an actual gun. Hmm. It's the, you know, the Safari Zone. You know, it's, it looked weird they magically had all those uh, Taurus. Mm-hmm. In the band episode, he actually catches that Taurus, but because it had guns in it, they removed it. Mm. So he goes from having this this no Taurus to magically having a Taurus. And he had Taurus for a while. Um, He got that magically in the band episode. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Four Kids has provided us with some interesting... Interesting dubs. Now let's all go have our rice ball. I mean, don't exactly. Our sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> I, they actually called in one episode. I think the episode of Pokemon. We're going back to Pokemon again. How cool! Um, the episode of Pokemon with um, Mankey. They were like, they had Onigiri there. Those Japanese rice balls with the seaweed wrapped on them, and she called them like a donut or a jelly roll or something dumb. Like that. Uh, a jam donut. <laughs> they do it in a, a lot of episodes. It's so weird. I guess I understand why they did it. Like a, a child in America might not understand what that is, but st- as still, it's just kind of like, what? That is not a donut. 
Um, but yeah, uh, it's quite funny. Like, well, like Yu-Gi-Oh, they censored all the guns from that as well. <laughs> all right. Um, so we're nearing the hour and a half mark here. I think it's time to wrap it up. What do you think? I think so I think too. So. Yeah. All right. Um, so this has been a fun episode. I, I like talking about this stuff. I like talking about Pokemon and, and, and whatnot and gaming fun. That's what we're all about here at RDGH. Um, so just to quickly explain, um, the prodigal son, Ernest Lin is once again, prodigal. He is, away at a convention of some sort. But we forgive him because if I had a choice between um, sitting at home talking about games and going to a convention, I'd probably pick the convention. Um, I'd, I'd reschedule the podcast, of course, but I'd, I'd probably pick the convention. So um, best of luck to you, Mr. Prodigal Son. Come back soon. Shout out to Dane really quick, who is still getting set up. If you get a chance to hear this, uh, no, I think he's set up. He's just having internet problems. Um, so if you get a chance to hear this, Dane, hi, how are you? Um, how about you, Ben? Anyone you'd like to say hi to? Uh, I'd like to say hi to Chin. You, I, I posted those Twitter messages, yeah, pictures of me on Twitter, and he, he contacted me saying he missed me, so I'm going to say hi to Chin. Uh, all my Twitter fans, to be honest, and all the people that have sent messages to me since the last podcast, I want to say thank you to all for, for contacting me. It's, it's nice to hear people listen to this podcast and can put up with my voice and my, and my opinions. You know, I've got to meet this Chin guy. You talk about Chin a lot. I want... Hi, Chin, if you're listening. I want to meet you, too. Sorry for uh, I, I'll be meeting him again at Eurogamer, probably. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be a while. But he might be on the Unchained in, in summer. He Well, he wants to be on Unchained, so, yeah. That's cool. We should get him on RDGH or something. Maybe. In the future? In we'll the see. Future. Okay. Um... So, guys, don't forget to... Woo, sorry, I'm throwing stuff by accident. Um, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at RDGHPSU. We are interesting people, I promise. Um, and we find stuff and we retweet them and just talk about cool gaming stuff. We're fun. Talk to us on RDGHPSU on Twitter. Or you may follow us individually. You can reach me, Commissioner Glenn Gordon, on Twitter at goglen underscore, at G-O-G-L-E-N-N underscore. The underscore is there because there is someone on Twitter already called goglen without the underscore. And I contacted him to see if he was willing to trade because he clearly doesn't use Twitter. He has nothing there. It's an empty account. But no, he doesn't contact me back, apparently, because it's empty. But anyway... Um, you can also reach me by email if you like, glenn.gordon at psu.com. How about you, sir? You can contact me at chili underscore UK, and you can also contact me at ben.shillabearhall at psu.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, um, where you can get both of our amazing podcasts, both PlayStation Unchained, and for those of you who are more interested in all platforms, us, of course, RDGH. Downloaded to all of your iThings automatically. Thank you for sticking around. Oh, and Gary, by the way, again. Yeah, I was going to say, at Gagoosh. <laughs> Gagoosh. At yeah. Gagoosh. I don't know how to spell it, but that is the word. G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. He gets to 100, he buys someone a game. He gets to 500, he buys someone a freaking console. Um, so definitely follow him. Um, and that is it for episode 12. It's in the books. Yep. Um, so thank you guys for listening as always. 
hey, tweet about us. Tell your friends about RDGH, Racial Diversity Gaming Outlet. Yeah. We... And as always, thank God for me. Okay. <laughs> yes, thank God for Ben. And uh, <laughs> as always, we wish you great gaming and a great week. Stay safe. And of course, thank God for me. I mean, I mean <laughs> don't be a racist. Don't be a racist. I want to be the very best Like no one ever was To catch them is my real test To train them is my test